What do you say? It's time! It's time! Episode 50! Frankie Knuckles, it's the gas man. We made it. 50 episodes. This is a huge accomplishment, I think, and a pretty big episode. It is a very big episode, and I it's like it's been a long time. Like we don't do that many a year. So it's no. been several years. Yes, yeah. So well, it's what do we do like? Six episodes, four or five, I would think. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, we've been talking about this idea for a while. I'm pretty excited. Our top twenty five sports movies of all time. That's right, and it was inspired by a a, a, a sack time question. That's right. I forgot about a couple that. episodes ago. So I've been doing a lot of prep. Yeah, I think I, in the last four days, five days, I've watched fifteen sports movies and did all 15 of those make your list i don't think any of them did <laughs> actually one did i was giving consideration i two were already on my list i was reevaluating. maybe only one actually and one i didn't think i liked it but i i did like it this time this is also our annual new year's eve ball drop episode ball drop Wow. <laughs> You're just like uh, Jay with his soundboard. Well, I, I've been playing Halo a lot, and that's, that clip Ball spoke to me. Drop. Yeah, no, that uh, that was good, <laughs> and, and well-timed. Very good. Uh, so shall we uh, crack our beverages sure. in celebration of this episode? Happy nice New Year. nice, warm diet root beer. Ah, just the way I like it. Absolutely. I actually do like it warm. This is a perfect temperature for me. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't. That's very strange. I don't like my pop particularly cold. All right. You heard her here first. <laughs> Frankie Knuckles <laughs> is a no on cold soda. I like it chilled. I just right. don't like it ice cold. So uh, so other than, uh, you know, other than prepping for this show, what else has been going on? What have you been doing? You've been enjoying I get, the I guess we should all say we're in person. We are. For the first time in. In two years. Two years. Very special episode needed to be done. Yes. In person. This episode will be listened to for generations. Multiple generations. I think so. <laughs> so as long as I, I just hope nothing bad happens as a result, but I'm pretty confident I've barely left my house the last few days. So We're at the end of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> so have uh, you been, I'm assuming like me, been watching a lot of football just, on NFL? Although the last two weeks I've waned a bit, just watched the Bills games. I haven't watched like every Monday night game, Tuesday night game. Uh, losing in fantasy definitely added to that uh, lack of interest a bit, I, I guess. But you uh, you didn't watch this uh, this past week's Monday night classic with the uh, the the Saints and their like, I did not fifth string quarterback you, or wherever I mean, that your guy team's was on fire. It's Bills Dolphins last game of the year. The First time in NFL history that a team has lost seven games in a row and then won seven games in a row. The opposite has happened, right? 
didn't the Hostetler Raiders go eight and zero and then lose eight? No, not according to no the opposite. I don't know. Maybe they started off by winning eight and then oh maybe I think so. That's a if that's, memory serves. It's still uh, it's pretty crazy though. Yeah, it is. Never I, give up. Never surrender. That's that's true. That's one thing we've learned. Uh, Galaxy Quest is not a sports movie, but we these movies are going to teach us things. Never quit. I thought you were quoting Corey Hart, Never Surrender. No. I mean, I wasn't intentionally quoting Galaxy Quest. I didn't realize it till after. Oh, okay. But, but yeah. Uh, yeah, seven in a row. Now, they haven't, they've beaten one team. I think they were, I think the Dolphins were the team to expose the Ravens, and that caused the Ravens to start their most recent downfall. Yeah. I mean, the Ravens aren't that bad either, but. Yeah, but they've the had injuries teams, too. Teams have now have have now found a way to beat them because they started off yeah. pretty hot. Yeah, but they had a lot of close games yeah. too. They could have lost a lot of their first games. That's true, but uh, yeah, seven in a row. So hey, eight and seven is is not bad. I was I was worried, um, you know, when they lost their seventh in a row and they were like one and seven, um, because next year they've traded away their first round pick, and I was like, man, some other team is going to get a pretty great pick, but now. I'm not concerned about that anymore. Even if they lose their their next uh, two games, it doesn't really matter. I mean, there is a chance that the Bills-Dolphins game at the end of the season could be for the division. It's in play. Yeah, it is in play. I mean, uh, the Dolphins have, uh, I think they have New England left to play as well. They win them both. And the Bills lose to Atlanta. I'm not sure what the tiebreaker is. I think the Bills have the tiebreaker, the third tiebreaker, but whatever. And uh, you're not watching basketball? Not really, no. no. It 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 uh, the season hasn't been great. There's been a you know a, a lot of games missed by a lot of players, similar to the to the NFL this season. But uh, the Lakers are a disaster. It's you know not exciting to watch them play when uh, I try to force myself to stay awake. It's hard for me to think the Lakers are a disaster. The I Pelicans understand. are a disaster. Well, I mean, compared to expectations, I would say. For this season. I have no sympathy. You have two of the best players in the league that are playing. Eh, we'll see. You know, but I have enjoyed watching uh, Phoenix play. You know, I, I kind of, I try to tune in to watch uh, uh, Trey Young when he's playing. And, uh, um, you know, and not really uh, much more than that. Uh, those are, the, you know, the Phoenix and, well, Phoenix and Golden State. Uh, I've been watching uh their games if if they've been on because they're two of the more exciting teams to watch and they haven't been ravaged by illness yeah definitely we'll see once football ends if my basketball viewing picks up i'm not sure to be honest that's all right it doesn't have to be one day you'll be back in i don't know anymore i'm not (laughs) sure All right, so do you, do you want to get started? I am ready. Let's do it. All right. Do you want to do you want to start with your 25 or do you want me to start? I can start. All right. So, so my, before before we get let's um I'm going to talk about what my rubric was. Okay, okay. Right. Um you know, again, like this is uh these are my favorite sports movies. Again, not not I'm not saying that these are the greatest sports films they're not the best films they don't uh, epitomize what a sports movie is right. they meet some certain minimum requirements and they happen to be my favorite movies that meet those minimum requirements right um sports or the idea of sport has to be 
at least one of the major themes of the film. We didn't count documentaries. Um, you know, I factored in rewatchability. Like if, if this was, you know, back when I was watching cable television and I was flipping through, if these movies were on, did I stop and watch the end of it? Okay. You know, that, that was, uh, it was pretty important to me. And, uh, I, the documentary thing too, like a lot of the top lists of all time have docs towards the top. And I feel like my list would be the same. I feel like it would be a, it would dominate the list. Right. And, <laughs> you know, and now we know what we're going to do for episode yeah, we 100. Yeah. do the best sports documentaries. Yeah. hundred yeah, so. percent. Um, all right. So that's kind of uh, what my rubric was. And, uh, yeah, you know, rewatchability is sports kind of important. No documentaries, and and uh, do I do I just do do I enjoy just sitting down and watching it? With, yeah, and with I commercials. think commercials. I mean, it's not completely the story with my list, but it leans heavily right to comedy. Yeah, no, I do have a, a fair <laughs> amount of comedy. Um, I have a musical in my list as well. I don't even know what it is, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's it'll be the first one you hear from my list. So okay, all right, all right. I will start with the most recent released movie on my list. Okay, recently released movie, Ford v Ferrari. Ah, yes, I haven't seen which. It. I mean, it's only a four star movie for me. Okay, like that kind of I guess speaks to the. I thought this was going to be an easy list to make, and it was harder than I thought. <clears throat> In the sense that I thought there were a lot of sports movies that I loved, and I don't think there are that many. There's lots that you like. There's lots that I like, and if there's one thing I found over the last week or so watching sports movies, they are inherently watchable. They might not be great, but I never am like, that's a one-star movie. I'll never watch that again. Every sports movie, like it's it's watchable. I, I think the lowest thing I gave this week was like three and a half, or no, three. Right. Like they're they're all pretty good. Um so there is that inherent uh, drama, inspiration, sometimes manipulation emotionally in a sports movie that a lot of these will be guilty of. But Ford v Ferrari, the reason it's on my list, I like the performances. I think it's a little long, but the finale, I did not know the story of what happened at this Le Mans. And the finale Gave me the most visceral emotional reaction I've had in a long time. All right. And I won't spoil it. Good. Uh, I was angry. And angry in a way I've never been angry in a movie before. Or that I can remember being angry. And uh, part of that was I didn't know the actual story. So it it had an impact on me emotionally. Not in a good... Not the way sports movies usually do. Right. Sports movies usually uplift you, make you happy, or triumphant this was the opposite i was angry i like angry frank i like angry frank too much (laughs) but uh so that's where ford v ferrari is for me all right uh so my number 25 from 1962 elvis presley plays walter gullick in kid galahad I don't know if this is going to be a trend. I've never heard of this movie. Really? Elvis plays a, he's a car mechanic and, uh, uh, he gets asked by, uh, a boxing promoter, uh, who, uh, Elvis is dating the daughter of, uh, to, uh, fill in and do some sparring. And, uh, Elvis knocks the guy out. So then he gets the idea of, uh, of promoting this car mechanic. Um, 
named Walter Gullick as, as his next boxer and puts him through a bunch of fights and the, the, the mob gets involved and they want, uh, Gullick to take a dive in, in the big fight against the top contender. And, uh, I'm going to say that Elvis says, no, I will not take that dive. And he beats that contender. Um, he, uh, you know, Elvis was, was trained, uh, uh, to box by a professional boxer, uh, who I've never heard of this boxer, but his name was Mushy Callahan. <laughs> I've never heard of it either. And uh, uh, Elvis had a, the, the soundtrack is great. There were six Elvis songs. Uh, King of the Whole Wild World is a, is a great Elvis Presley song, which was uh, in that film. Good Galahad. Love it. Going off the board or off. Yeah. This could be interesting. I, like I said, you know, this is this is favorites. It could get controversial. Um, you know, there are going to be some bad movies. I think on my list that people think are terrible. And uh, I like that. I don't want to see the same sports movie list that I see everywhere. Right. Right. I mean, some of mine might be in there because they're just really enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I guess we're going to start a trend of like a lot of actors making repeat appearances directors writers sure on my list uh number 24 is the closest thing to a guilty pleasure on my list we'll talk about some guilty pleasures later but also kind of recent from 2008 semi-pro nice which no one likes i really like i've watched it multiple times uh, Woody Harrelson will be on this list many times. Amazing. I I know the two <laughs> movies you're going to say already just by Well, there's three using... total, I think. Maybe four. Oh. Three. Uh, kind of an unlikely sports movie star, but he's great in them. And uh, Semi-Pro, it's a comedy. and Like, it's not really a sports movie other than the framework. It's about a sports team. I guess it's kind of based on reality, although I forget it when I'm watching it. I don't think it's that factual but uh i think it looks good the cinematography is underrated in semi-pro and uh a good sports movie i'm in on semi-pro and i love me sexy i love love me sexy uh, i i i've seen semi-pro and I, I know i saw at least once in the theater i'm not sure if i've rewatched it but i definitely think it's something that i need to watch again you do <laughs> i mean that that was you know that phase that Will Ferrell had that giant curly afro that he yeah. grew out for the movie. Well, he's into sports too, right? Like he does yeah. a lot of announcing at Pelicans games, like guest announcing. And so I'm glad he made an appearance. He's a big sports fan. And Talladega Nights is not on my list. All right. That's good. I understand. What about, no, I'm not going to say it. We'll just, okay. uh, we'll just, we'll go on. Uh, again, this is going to be uh I wouldn't say this is contra- as controversial as uh, Kid Galahad is, <laughs> but uh, my number twenty-four from nineteen ninety-four, which I found out was for me personally was a pretty good year for sports films that I liked. A for lot- films in general, well, that's true. But uh, a lot of movies that I really liked, like sports films, uh, nineteen ninety-four came up a few I mean, times. I think it's going to be represented on both of our lists, like. Huge 90s leaning vibe on oh, yeah. mine. Yeah. Formative years yeah. when I was watching movies. Undeniable. From 1994, 12 year old Billy Haywood inherits ownership of the Minnesota Twins. It's Little Big League. Which I did see on some lists. I saw it when it came. I don't actually don't know if I've seen Little Big League. Really? Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, no, it's 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 a fun movie. You know, uh, Timothy Busfield plays as like father figure. He's dating Billy Haywood's mom, and uh, I have not seen this movie. And uh, you know, it's it's a good story. Like uh, uh, the uh, the twins are four games behind uh, the Seattle Mariners to to win the pennant, and uh, in the last four games of the season, the Twins win all four. Seattle loses all four. And uh, they 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 get to the game by doing a trick play that involved a security guard on the field, and uh, you know chasing a fake loose ball, and uh, like the it comes down to a one game playoff between the Mariners and the Twins. Ken Griffey Jr. makes an appearance for the Mariners in the final play. Yeah, it's a uh, um, it's a great movie. I, I enjoy watching. There were a it. lot of baseball movies around ninety. 394. Yeah. Not many made my list. I don't think any did, to be honest. Uh, I got, I've got a handful of baseball movies on here. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so that's my number 24, Little Big League. You I get it confused it. with Rookie of the Year, sure. Angels in the Outfield. Yep. Lot, Ed. Okay, yes. <laughs> I yep. never saw any of them. <laughs> the Sandlot was probably the big one, of course. Wow, I can't believe you haven't seen Rookie of the Year either. I've seen Rookie of the Year. Oh, okay. I haven't seen Angels in the Outfield, have not seen little bit big. big. Got to put that on your list. Won't be happening. <laughs> Number 23, uh, White Men Can't Jump. Great great movie. Directed by and written by Ron Shelton, who will make many appearances on this list. Even some that I wish I would have watched and didn't get to. Right. Like, I've never seen Play It to the Bone. Okay. You're, you're I'm familiar. Your I'm, fr- I'm familiar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I rewatched this this week, and I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, great chemistry between Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes, and I, I like the basketball scenes. I uh, Rosie Perez is great. The yeah. cut, the cut from the hook shot when he risks getting Rosie Perez on the lot for Jeopardy, and he risks this crazy hook shot. It cuts from there to this is Jeopardy. That is one of the best cuts I've seen in recent memory. Great editing. Love this movie. It's a, it's a classic. It is. You know, I mean, th- this was, was this the movie that like the first like film, big film that Woody Harrelson did like while he was still on Cheers? I'm not sure. I think so. Sounds about right. So, um, all right. Wesley Snipes is awesome. He is great. Yes. He's on another movie on my list, which is probably obvious, but I miss Wesley Snipes. He he's really charismatic. I love him in movies. I kinda hope they uh you know they find a way to get him into the new Blade movie. Yeah. It would be great. Um I'm gonna continue the controversy. <laughs> this is a hot take list. Oh man. My number twenty three from nineteen eighty one. The Cannonball Run. Did not consider it. Like, didn't think of it. I I would consider a sports movie. Um, My mother took me and my brother to see this in the theater when I was six years old. It's one of the first movies I ever saw in the theater. um, Along with the first Superman and I believe the Fox and the Hound. Disney classic, but yes, I saw uh, a six-year-old me saw this, and I became obsessed with Dom DeLuise. <laughs> I can understand that. And the character of Captain Chaos in this film. I remember seeing Cannibal Run 2 
on TV and also being mesmerized by Dom DeLuise. I mean, he's in Cannibal Run too, right? Yeah, yeah. I would assume. Burt Reynolds, Jamie Farr, uh, the second to last film appearance for Dean Martin, the last being Cannibal Run 2. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. is in this, Fair Fawcett, and one of the earliest American screen appearances from Jackie Chan. I don't think I've seen Cannibal Run. Cannibal Run, 1981 classic, my number 23. My number 22 is a rewatch that I had not seen in probably 20 years from 1993 Rudy. Nice. And nice. I, I'm so pleased this made your list. I was never a big Rudy fan. I guess locally the rival high school was Notre Dame. I have a distaste for Notre Dame <laughs> built into me. And but I I really enjoyed watching it this time. The score does a lot of heavy lifting. The score is good. The score is great. Jerry Goldsmith, I believe. Uh and but I like it because of how relatively insignificant the achievement is sports-wise in the climax. Yes. But how big of a deal it is. And I think I, I really like that idea of the story. Feels great. You got, Warms uh, your heart. You got John Favreau and Vince Vaughn in early appearances. Yeah. You got Ned Beatty. I'm not a big Sean Astin fan either, but right. I think he's pretty good in this. It's Charles S. Dutton. He's great. Is incredible in this film. I agree. <laughs> As uh, what is what is his role? Is he a caretaker? I the think so. Yeah. I think his character name's Fortune. I don't know. I just call him Rock. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I really enjoyed revisiting Rudy. Um. All right. My number twenty-two again could be controversial. From two thousand and eight, it's a Canadian film. Oh, I forgot to get the sound clip. Tonight, I want the rocket. It's not that movie. Oh. No. It's Bon Cop, Bad Cop. That's a sports movie? The main idea is there is a serial killer murdering hockey executives. I don't know about this. Yes. I would have included the love guru on my list if I knew it could be that loose. It's a buddy cop movie who are chasing someone in the, the central theme is professional hockey there's a gary bettman character in the movie it's a sports film i was joking about the love guru by the way i did not like that movie but i don't know this one the other ones i can see right i mean it fits i you're a big fan of this movie yes i trust the sequel is not on the list no okay the main theme of the film is centered around sports well i like that this list is you (laughs) you love that movie if you can tie it into the list I've tied it into the list. I'm all for that. I don't want to see any emails or Twitter bullshit. I don't want to hear it. You do, you do want to hear it. I think. <laughs> I think that's why it's on the list. Uh, number 21 for me, The Karate Kid. Which one? The first one. Okay. Oh, 1984 Karate okay. Kid. Not, not remake. Um, a lot of kids my age grew up loving The Karate Kid. I don't think I saw it till I was over 30. I did not watch it. I wasn't into karate. Uh, no. <laughs> no. A lot of, I mean, my fa- a lot of my family members were, but I never really got into it. I was more into sidekicks. Oh, yeah. Which, <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. For <laughs> that, sure. It's on my honorable mentions <laughs> or guilty pleasures. But uh, I'd wa- I've watched it a few times since then, and I really 
I like it a lot. the The relationship between uh, Daniel and Mister Miyagi is uh, is quite good. I'm a fan, undeniably good. And is it the director? Is it George G. Alvidson? Like I don't remember. Same director as Rocky. I just don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly or getting it right. John G. Avildsen, who also did Rocky. Well, there you go. Good yeah, movie. No. Good movie. Karate Kid. It's a great movie. Do you watch um, Cobra Kai? I do. Do you enjoy Cobra Kai? I do. I like Cobra Kai. Do you like it? Like, So I really enjoyed the first season, but I couldn't get into season two. Do you find that the show is as good as it goes on or what? Not really. I think okay. season one's the best. But right. I still find it pretty watchable. And like, it's relatively short, light, easy watch. Not my favorite show either, but right. good. Yeah. All it's right. a good show. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll, I'll pick it back up again. All right. Uh, my number 21, uh, 1994, comes back again. William Friedkin directed this film, written by Ron Shelton, starring Nick Nolte. It's Blue Chips. I watched that this, this week. It's been a while. Because I loved Shaq. And I remember I was too young to fully understand what this movie is right. getting at and the ideas. Uh, I, I, it's not on my list, but I enjoyed rewatching it. I mean, Nick Nolte is great he is. as uh, Coach Bell in this. Angry Nick Nolte is good. Angry uh, Frank yeah. likes Angry Nolte. Oh, for sure. You have to. And Nick Nolte is one of the best angry yelling actors out there. There's something about that gruffness oh, in yeah. his voice. Like you can. You can feel like the spit flying out of his mouth when yep. he's yelling. Penny Hardaway's in this as well. Yes. Any, any? I mean, I know Larry Bird's in it, but are there any basketball players that are playing not themselves in this other than Shaq and Penny? I can't remember. Because I know there's a few other uh, appearances. I think Kevin Garnett's in this, briefly. I don't remember, to okay. be honest. Some of these... Rewatches were not like a hundred percent attentive, sure, like dedicated to it. You had it on yeah, while you were yeah. revisiting. I get it, but uh, yeah, 1984 shows up again. But Blue Chips, what a great movie! It's pretty good. I remember it got kind of shit on when it came out. It I think did. it's aged pretty well. It's a good movie. Uh, my number 20 was when I first heard about this movie, a friend of mine told me about it, and I'm like, I'd never heard of it. It's by a director who's won an Academy Award, a Best Picture. Oh, my God. And to me, it's his best movie by far, The Damned United. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, about a football manager and his assistant manager and their relationship. And yep. uh, I, I, I remember loving it. It's been a while since I've seen it, but uh, it's, a, it's a really good movie. And Tom Hooper's best movie by far. What else has Tom Hooper done? The King's Speech. Yeah. It's better um, than that. Les Miserables. Oh. Cats. Yikes. So, yeah. No, I, I think uh, I would say The Damn United is, is better than those. You don't like the uh, the the talkie singing of uh, Les Mis? <laughs> I didn't. I, the opening scene of Les Mis with the ship, the shipyards or the docks. Or, right. Or the locks. I thought that was amazing. I thought this movie is going to be incredible. And uh, it just kind of went downhill from there. Okay. Um, my number 20, uh, 
is my second Canadian film on here. You referenced it earlier. Roy Dupuy pulls out an amazing performance as Maurice Richard. It is The Rocket. I saw The Rocket in theaters, I think. As, yeah, I think I know I did. I I mean it makes perfect sense on your list representing Montreal Canadiens, sure. team you loved. Yep. Uh who's the actor McHattie? Stephen McHattie. Stephen McHattie, yeah. he's great in it. Yes. But uh I don't remember much about it to be honest. Well, what do you need to remember? He's it's Rocket he's the Rocket. <laughs> he scores goals, he gets cut you know, in the face and uh, comes back and yeah, he's, he's a legend and uh, yeah, just a, a great uh, film that showcases uh, old time hockey, you know, no helmets, terrible lighting, blood everywhere. The rocket, the rocket. Uh, my number 19 is also a movie that people hated at the time, but have come around on, I think, Oliver Stone's Any Given Sunday. Nice. This, I remember liking it when I saw it. I, I liked Al Pacino in it. I really liked Jamie Foxx. I liked the dynamic of the football team, the the doctor stuff. Uh, everyone's kind of an asshole in the movie. Like, they, they're really, which I think, like, sports movies are kind of altruistic. But I think within the interior of a sports team, there's a lot of selfishness probably, and we kind of forget about that in sports movies. I think this movie, and in some ways, the way the selfishness selfishness can be beneficial to a team doing well in the competition and wanting to do better than other people. Yeah. Uh, and I think this movie kind of deals with that a bit. It's got, obviously, the famous speech. The worst thing about this movie by far, the reason why it's probably not higher is the terrible logos and uniforms for all the fake teams. The Sharks is not bad. The main team, the Sharks, is not bad. All the other teams are just awful. Whoever did the graphic design for this movie, like, just atrocious. That uh, That is a, a frank comment. Of course. And it's undeniable. I love it. I think it's it's important, and it's very valid. Thank you. Uh, what number is this? Number 19? Right. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah. Num- my number nineteen is is the most recent release that's uh, on my list. Um, twenty fourteen's draft day. <laughs> you had been talking about this. A I lot. fucking love draft day. I don't know why, but uh, it's it's got a lot of people in the movie that I like. I love Dennis Leary. I love Sam Elliott. I love Chadwick Boseman. It's got Tom Welling. Who was super Superman in Smallville? It's getting like Frank Langella, and and it's got the cost. The cost is on my list a lot. He he is he is high on my list several times, but I could not get into draft day. Uh, I wanted to love draft day. The the but final they, fifteen minutes when he's when he's making the big trades is fucking exhilarating to me. I guess and to me, just, I love Kevin Costner. The count, uh, so do I. The counterpoint, or like how I frame this movie, or think like it came after Moneyball, right? Yes. And Moneyball like does all the same things so much better. Like yeah. the drama of a trade, or like Billy Bean hanging up, and the the negotiation. It's it's so much more interesting and more funny. Like everything about Moneyball is better than this movie. I I would say yes, except the 
I, I don't find it. I don't find Moneyball to be as, um, you know, uplifting and and something that sucks me in like the way that Draft Day does. I mean, Moneyball, yes, inherently a much better film and does a lot of the things better. But there's something about, and it's a minor thing, but it's there's something about just the way that these, the the finale, that third act, just it gets me. Okay, I guess it's good to include it as like the career of Kevin Costner. This is the end of the sports movie career. Yeah, he he's uh, got to be a man, like a manager in something. He he's he's clearly the is he the MVP of sport of modern day sports movies for actors probably. Then for directors is Ron Shelton. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my number eighteen is Caddyshack. Nice. I I really like Caddyshack. I don't know if it's <clears throat> hilarious to me. It, it's very funny. I I love I love Bill Murray in it. I I like the idea of caddies, like focusing a, a golf movie around the caddies. I, it might be a bit overrated, including overrated for me, just nostalgia wise and Bill Murray stuff. But uh, I do like it quite a bit. And who's uh, why can't I? Who plays Judge Smales? Um, what's his name? Not Ted Knight from no. Give Me a Break. Yeah, Ted Knight. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. he's amazing in it. I'm not as big on Robbie. Give me a break. He's from Too Close for Comfort. Oh yeah, sorry, that's right. right. They used to be on. (laughs) They used to be on one after another at lunch, and I decided, can we we watch Mister Dress Up? You didn't want to watch Give Me a Break starring Nell Carter, Carter, and then Too Close for Comfort, where Ted Knight played uh, Ted uh, Ted Baxter. Ted Baxter. I don't know. Drawing cosmic cow. I I never wanted. Yeah, I never wanted to watch it. It was like either that. I think. One was on during Mr. Dress Up, and one was on during the Flintstones on my lunch break. And I always wanted to watch those instead. Flintstones is great. But I could go on a huge deep dive of 1980s sitcoms. I know you could. Oh, yeah. But, uh, Caddy, I'm not as big on Rodney Dangerfield in general. Right. But I do love him in this movie. He's perfectly cast. So you don't have ladybugs on your list? I don't. I don't think I've ever seen Ladybugs. Oh, it's it's not great. Um, you know, uh, while we're ahead. on that topic, I, yeah. there's a lot of sports movies I haven't seen. Oh, sure. Yeah, I was going through lists, oh, yeah. and I'm like, well, I haven't. How have I not? I haven't seen Chariots of Fire. Oh wow! So that's a surprise. There are notable exceptions on my list that I've never seen. I understand that, and you know, like I said, you can't. There's just a lot of sports movies. You there can't is. see them all. You know. Um. All right. Uh, similar in era and uh, genre to yours. Your number eighteen. My number eighteen is Slapshot. Uh, released nineteen seventy seven. George Roy Hill directing uh, Paul Newman in uh, in one of his, I think, greatest roles. I agree. Um, the saga of the the Charleston Chiefs. And uh, the Hanson brothers, like just, uh, I mean, some problematic humor in this movie, but uh, um, some of the best uh, swearing mm-hmm. in any movie, like like some of the things that Paul Newman says is incredible. He's so great on the ice, like the some of his taunts to the other team are fantastic, 
but just a just a classic sports comedy and uh you know probably the the best hockey movie out there i think so i love Lindsay kraus who plays uh is she the girlfriend yeah lily i think i'm just looking up i think she's awesome in the movie as well i really like Slapshot. I, I, it's on my list coming up my only it would be higher i'm not as crazy about the climax as other people like the striptease in the final game i don't i don't get it i never got it but people seem to like it i just don't get it oh all right uh my number 17 is jerry Maguire, which is a late edition okay filled out the list i don't i feel a little gross about including it i don't think it's a a true sports movie it's a story about a sports agent i get it i was a little more rigid in my considerations but i love jerry Maguire, and uh the sports scenes are fantastic, like the Rod Tidwell Monday Night Football game, and like I, I, I love Jerry Maguire. I know it's sappy and people aren't crazy about it, but I'm a big fan. I think it's a great pick. It may or may not be on my list. Nice. Um, my number seventeen uh, is Nacho Libre. Did not consider it. It would by star rating alone. It would have had to have been on this list. Fuck! I didn't even think about it. It's a sports movie. I guess. Come on! What are you talking about? He's a fucking luchador. How is this not on any list? I saw. I don't know. Damn it! I love Nacho Libre. Get that corn out of my face! Is one of the greatest lines of any comedy in the two thousands. I, I love Jack Black in this movie. I love Nacho Libre. Danny Elfman doing the score? It's a good movie. That's a great movie. I love it. And, uh, yeah, so that's my number... Uh, good one. Number 17. I have a uh, Ignacio bobblehead. Me too. HMV. Day one purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Probably bought it from the HMV you worked at. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> 100%. That is great. It used to be in here. It's right... Oh no, where did I put it? It's around here somewhere. Um the uh my number sixteen is Bull Durham. Nice. Which tends to be higher on lists. I like Bull Durham a lot. I guess Major League I saw first and I didn't see Bull Durham till I was older. It's not like the formative late eighties baseball movie for me. I've never seen Eight Men Out for talking late eighties baseball movies. Okay. It's pretty good. But uh I mean great dialogue. Great romance uh, between Kevin Costner and Susan Sarandon. Great baseball talk. I'm not that into baseball. I was when I was younger, but uh, I think it really kind of captures the the beauty of baseball, and I, it, it's a really good movie. I rewatched it this week. No, oh, yeah, no, I, I agree. It's excellent. It's uh, um, some of the best baseball comedy. May have been. Lower on my list because I watched the Blu-ray, which is one of the worst transfers. No, no. It is is appalling how bad it looks. How could that be? I don't know. We need a proper... Maybe there's a newer version that I'm not aware of. The old one I have looks atrocious. It's not on 4K? Not that I'm aware of. It's got to be. Need it. Um, What number are we on? 16? Yep. So I 100% lied when I said Draft Day was my most recent movie on this list. (laughs) 
the most recent film on it's my from list 2015 is from 2015 creed it is creed <laughs> how did you know i was gonna say that just had a feeling yeah it's a great movie it is a great film uh michael b jordan is amazing it's so rewatchable uh stallone is incredible in this film the way they re like like Rocky Balboa, people loved at the time. It was like, oh, this is pretty good for a sixth Rocky. Right. Creed took it to the next level. 100%. It's, it incorporates the idea of Rocky so well and like reframes it. It's, it is so good. Yeah. I, it looks know. amazing. Like the, the way even the, I don't like remix isn't the right word, but they kind of adapt or reprise the score for oh, creed yeah. and the music like it's so good and like the montage of the hospital training sequence when oh yeah is so good so good it's a uh a tremendous sports film and uh yeah no i, I love creed it's uh it's it's one of those ones that uh well yeah just like most of them on my list you know it's it's just the the rewatchability of it is great and i just i don't get tired of uh uh i i think the 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 fight choreography also is really great in it. Yeah, I mean, I don't get off on fight choreography and like. Oh, I get off. <laughs> <laughs> like I, everyone's, oh, the fights. I, I really don't care. I kind of, I don't mind the cartoony nature of Rocky fights. Like I, I, I don't really criticize a movie for how good the boxing is. No, no, I, I, I don't, I don't think. Uh, um, some people that's a deal breaker, though. right? Like, but, I, but I think even even in Rocky Four, like the the boxing is shot really well. Yeah, even I, though it's you know, did you watch the director's cut or the? New I have not yet. No, I mean, it, you know, most of the Rocky films, it's you know, the the boxing is just you know, not believable yeah. in the slightest. But it's exciting. Yeah, no, but it's it's great. I don't have any issues with with uh, that. Well, maybe Rocky Five, but um, but yeah, no, Creed, so good. My number fifteen is Happy Gilmore. Nice, which. I love Billy Madison. Remember going to see this at the Niagara Square Cinemas and loving it. Uh, was trying to think of ways to include the bench warmers on this list. Couldn't do it. Right. <laughs> so uh, for a happy Madison, I, I guess it wasn't, was it happy? No, it wasn't happy Madison at the time, but uh, I think it, it's really funny. Uh, the performances hold up. It's a, it's a great sports comedy. One of my favorites. I think, uh, the film Happy Gilmore is the reason. And he was, you know, he's always been, I would say, beloved to a point. But Happy Gilmore is the reason that everybody fucking loves Bob Barker now. Yeah, I think so. That's, you know, that role that he was in where he calls Adam Sandler a bitch and, and punches him out. I think uh, that pushed Bob Barker to, like, ultimate, um, I would say... Um, Belovability, I guess. Yeah, like he's I, so beloved to, and I think that put him into that level. Yeah, I never really thought about it, but it's definitely part of his like legacy, like how, why people still think about him now. Right. I mean, like that movie was the reason that uh, you know he appeared as a guest general manager on an episode <laughs> of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> okay, I yes. don't remember that at all. Yeah, but uh, Where, I, and not only that, but he unscripted went toe-to-toe in in a promo with chris jericho i might have to look this up later. what like held his own as they were going back and forth like 
Bob Barker was tremendous on Raw. Uh, See, this list, I'm learning things. Yeah. Uh, My number 15 uh, brings to us the great sport of dog showing. It's best in show. Oh, no. This cannot be on the yes, list. Yes, it is a sports film. It is a sports. It follows the structure. There's a tournament. I get it. But, oh, this is a stretch. No. What do you mean? I mean, I didn't include rounders. You wanted to, though. Yeah, but I couldn't. Sure so. you can. It's fucking gambling. It's, it, it, it counts. They show gambling on Sportsnet every day. Yeah, but you're not. they're not gambling on sports. Does it matter? It's on sports television. Like, just poker. I don't know. The Cincinnati Kid appeared on tons of the best sports movie lists. Would a spelling bee movie be a, a sports movie? The documentary spell, Spellbound, you mean? Yeah, or any movie. I think there's Aquila and the Bee and other spelling bee movies. Sure. Okay. Like I said, like the, it, it's sport. I mean, Christ, if we're counting golf and auto racing and professional wrestling as, as like sports, fuck, that's, let's put in fucking. But there's a physical aspect as part of the definition of sport, which we covered on the film junk right. podcast. Now, I, there, again, there ultimately, is a phys- like, there's a physical component to everything. You have to place a card down or do something, but like a but, minimum physical threshold. But, but, uh, the, the the mental threshold can take a toll on you physically. Okay. Like if you are analyzing cards and you're watching and you're reading people's faces, you're Okay. It's, I, it's I also excluded toll. searching for Bobby Fisher. Um I I considered it for my okay, list. Right. I did I didn't exclude exclude it because it wasn't a, a sport film. But I understand there is a structure to most sports movies that those fall. Right. But uh, yeah, so best in show, incredibly rewatchable. Uh, one of the great Christopher Guest films, uh, probably the greatest of the Christopher Guest films. Could be. Um, incredible performances across the board. Uh, so funny, so likable. Best in show. Best in show. My number 14, it's probably the movie on this list that is based the most on memory of liking it in my 20s i have not watched it in a long time but the color of money great directed by martin scorsese amazing i love this movie i love the the contrast of paul newman and tom cruise like the veteran versus the the cocky young up-and-comer and the i i think it's i mean martin scorsese is a great filmmaker so I'm, I'm not surprised like he takes this kind of sequel-ish average idea and elevates it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a great movie. Werewolves of London, amazing sequence. So billiards made it, but yeah. poker didn't. If there was, dar- we, I got a new dartboard. If there was a darts, we need a darts movie. I was thinking about that today. So I, I got to write a darts okay. movie. So how is darts more physical than chess? You have to be able, like, it's a skill. Aiming is a skill that's a physical skill, not a, a deductive or, like, strategic skill. I suppose. <laughs> but, I mean, the physicality like, you, of the two is pl- pretty equal. But, like, you could play chess without doing anything physical. Like you could, No, you have to move the no, pieces. No, you could tell someone your moves. 
if you use like an audio translator, you could say your move in chess and it would play out the same way. I don't think that would count in tournaments. I think it would. I don't believe so. <laughs> I think so. Yes. I mean, p- part of it is is not letting go of that piece before you've decided if that's your final move or not. And if someone else I'm is sure doing there's it for ex- you, I'm sure there's exceptions to that rule. No, I don't think so. You're not a chess player. <laughs> Uh, my number 14 is Jerry Maguire. Higher. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I didn't know you were a big fan of this movie. Yeah, no, I think it's great. Um, I, th- I think the football stuff with uh, with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. is, is great. Um, I mean, some of the, like, I, I don't think since, like, Casablanca have, uh, has a movie been quoted and had so many memorable quoted lines it was very quotable because there's a lot in this movie that that people remember i quoted it the other or i didn't quote it but i referenced a quote like you know show me the money you had me at hello that whole weird thing with the kid in the human head yeah weighs eight pounds i'll yeah. never forget that well, my that- favorite quote in the movie is when renee zellweger is saying you know i've got a guy who loves my kid and really likes me. There you go. That's a great line. Yeah. I love black people. <laughs> who doesn't love shouting that outside in the streets? I do all the time. It's great. Jerry Maguire. Need yeah. to rewatch it. Uh, number 13. Number 13. Uh, Slapshot for me. Nice. I, I really enjoy Slapshot. It's got like this grit and kind of grimness to the look. And the vibe that doesn't often make its way into sports movies, and I really appreciate like it. It knows it's kind of a dirty, filthy movie, and it works perfectly. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't have anything more to add to that. It's a it's a classic. It's amazing. Um, my number thirteen um, could be considered a, a controversial pick, not because of the theme. Uh, but because where this film lies um, in the franchise of favorites and how people would rank it. But for me, I think I know what you're going to say. It has uh, two amazing fight scenes and well, no, I was three amazing fight scenes. It is Rocky (laughs) three. It makes sense for you too. the wrestling connections. I mean, yeah, like, Thunderlips, like the appearance of Hulk Hogan, like this is, uh, this is like eighty two, eighty three, like this is, like, right at the very beginning of Hulkamania, like this is when when Hulk Hogan used to come to the ring with Eye of the Tiger, right? Um, uh, because at the time, uh, the U.S. Express, Mike Rotundo and Barry Windham <laughs> were using Real American. As their really? Theme. Yes. I did not know that. And uh, this yeah. is an educational episode. Hogan was using yeah, Eye of the Tiger, which is like one of the greatest soundtrack songs ever. Yeah, and, I agree. And the two fights with Mr. T with Clubber Lang are both great. Um, you know, Mr. T's performance in this film is is amazing. Like this is right around the time that a team was on television. Um, you know, I don't quite remember the line, but something about 
the the forecast something the forecast is pain i can't remember what it is <laughs> or what yeah or i can't remember what the what they what the line is but mr t delivers pain uh incredible like this is the last of of mickey in the films yeah spoiler <laughs> a lot of people like rocky three uh i just i like uh i feel um the rewatchability for me, uh, again, if, you're, if we're talking the best Rocky films, it's it's lower on the list. It's you know like Rocky and Rocky Balboa are are ahead of it. Maybe maybe Rocky two in terms of like film quality, it's ahead of it. Um, but I feel Rocky three for rewatchability is the same as how most other people feel about Rocky four. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, yeah, no. I, just, I think there's a lot of people who agree with you about Rocky Three. Well, I would love to meet them. <laughs> uh, my number twelve, directed by the late great <gasps> Tony Scott. Okay, Days of Thunder. Nice, featuring an amazing score by Hans Zimmer. The opening of this movie, I watch it frequently, and just crank it up for that opening score at Daytona. It is triumphant. I uh, always love this movie. I, I think Robert Duvall is amazing in it. It's goofy. It doesn't make that much sense. But uh, Tony Scott just makes great, entertaining movies. And uh, I had to get some Tony Scott on here. And Days of Thunder is one of my favorite movies. I could watch it over and over again. And it's not that good. I just love it. I can't. It's hard for me to epitomize why I love Days of Thunder. I just do. You don't need to uh, explain <laughs> I, it, why you it like it. It sounds like I don't like it, but I do. I could watch this movie every day. My uh, my number twelve. I don't even like NASCAR. I've never watched a NASCAR race in my life. I don't know if I've ever watched. Maybe one. that's a testament to Days of Thunder. Huh? Could be. What What's the uh, what? Uh, racing league is is driven in is that f1 i think so yeah uh my number 12 is driven no no it's not <laughs> uh my number 12 is a is a is another football movie directed by peter berg it's friday night lights i thought about putting it on my list it's been a while since i've seen it i remember liking it a lot clear eyes full hearts can't lose I guess I like the show. I love the show. The show is so good. But it's like, yeah, the show is that. If I remember the show more than the movie, I remember the ending for the movie, for sure. That was pretty, uh, not groundbreaking, but an awesome ending. It was a fantastic ending and uh, uh, unexpected. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I love Friday Night Lights. It's a it's a great football movie. You know, um, there's, there's a, a part of me that... Uh, you know, like I'm jealous that I don't live somewhere where like high school football or college football is like the most important thing, you know, like down in Texas or, or living in Nebraska or, or something like that, where that's the thing. I mean, growing up in Southern Ontario, you know, uh, high school football, you know? Yeah. But eh. I know what I'm like. If yeah. I grew up there, I would hate football. Right. Okay. Fair enough. That's the way you. I the way I have a disdain for hockey. Right. The same way. So I'm glad I don't live there. <laughs> fair enough. I get it. Now I can appreciate football and not be worried about. I it. just I just think it would be an experience. Yeah. No, I get you. You know, uh, like when I was in 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 grade nine, you know, and and 
I would have played I, football. I, I had those football dreams. You know, of the idea of playing in front of like 20,000 people would be insane. I had a teacher when I was leaving the school one day. Son, why aren't you playing football? Because I was huge. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I got the same thing all the time. Focusing on my studies, sir. Oh, for me, it was the, the seasons, the volleyball seasons were at the same time. Oh. So, but uh, yeah, no, I, I got that all the time from football coaches. You're six foot four. You weigh what? 215. Yeah. Sorry. My, my number 11 is Raging Bull. Nice. I got to be honest. This is the one I feel kind of the grossest about on my list. Why? Like, it's a five-star movie. I love sure. it. I don't think of it as a sports movie that much, but it's on every sports movie list I see. I don't know if Raging Bull resonates with me the way it does with other people. I've kind of, it's like this ingrained acknowledgement that it's a great movie and exciting. I, I don't know. I, I do love the movie, but I don't know. It feels weird to say I love it this much, but it's a five star movie and we've hit the five star zone for me. Every, actually, there's one that I rate it as a four and a half, but I do think it's a five star upon consideration. We're in the five star zone. Okay. Nothing before this point has been a five star movie. All right. So this is kind of, it's here on the list because we're transitioning from four and a half to five. It's the bottom of my five star movies in terms of how much it means to me, but I recognize it as a great film. It is a great film. I'm I not going to argue with you. I'm sure it's on your list. Um, maybe, maybe not. I do have a uh, a still from that uh, film uh, framed in my uh, home. Uh, yeah, I, I would assume it's on your list then. Well, maybe. But I like that it's not in my top 10. Right. Um, all right, so we had number 11, right? Is that right, number 11? Yep. Right. So... Uh, the reason I didn't push back too hard uh, on your, your criticism and your comparison of Draft Day and Moneyball, because my number 11 is Moneyball. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, not really undeniable that Moneyball is a, a great movie. Yeah. You know, it, uh, um, the, the cast in Moneyball is, is incredible. Like, uh, I think one of Philip Seymour Hoffman's uh, least appreciated performances as the as the team manager um i I don't think uh uh i don't think uh, he gets yeah the credit for that performance everybody else talks about some of his other stuff but i think that his performance uh is is great you got you got something on your phone that made you laugh no i'm burping oh I thought you might have been laughing at my uh, no. appreciation. No, of I agree. Uh, most people, I like my friends, feel the same way about how great he is in yeah. that movie. And it's the script is so good. It's it is. It's, it's an amazing. script. It's one of the best scripts of the last yeah. what twenty years. So good, especially cons- I mean, you know, Aaron Sorkin does that a lot, right? He kind of takes something that's about something else and turns it into a movie. The same, like Steve Jobs is the same way for me, right? Makes it cinematic and entertaining. Uh, I'm going to do two this time. The only you're going to do, gonna do 10 and 9 back to back yes. or a tie? It's kind of a tie. Okay. I have Creed at 10 All right. and Rocky at 9. Okay. I've gone back and forth on the two because I, I put Rocky at 9 because it, without Rocky, there would be no Creed. I think I like Creed more. Uh, but I do like Rocky a lot as well, and like to me, they're, they're 
two sides of the same coin, different eras, like same ideas building upon each other. I love the, the idea of these movies together. Forget the rest of the franchise. I love both of these movies and, uh, Creed like really, I, I, I dare to say it's underrated because I don't think people talk about it enough, but I know people think it's great, but I love Creed. The degree of difficulty for Creed is insane. After you've had this franchise forever, the idea of the reboot really was just kind of starting. They were usually bad, like not that great. And this was like a perfect reboot reimagining of one of the most beloved movies of all time. So that degree of difficulty is insane to pull that off. So uh, yeah, Rocky and Creed, nine and 10. And uh, and Creed brought uh, Felicia Rashad back into our yeah. lives. Big she had been gone for a long time. Everyone in Creed is awesome. Yes. Um, so my number 10 um, is also from 1994. And I think this one uh, is going to upset you the same way that sounds like it. <laughs> that was same way that Bunk Cop, Bad Cop upset you. Oh, God. And that Best in Show upset you. Again. The main theme of this movie is centered around sport. This is not good. I can tell you're really trying to sell this hard. It is not going to be good. It's centered around a mascot. Ace Ventura? Ace Ventura no, Pet Detective is my number 10. No. There is sports involved. Your favorite team is involved. Yes. I'm assuming he was one of your favorite football players as well. If you like the Dolphin. The Dolphin itself? No. <laughs> Dan Marino. Dan Marino is in the movie playing himself. Did you like Dan Marino? Yeah, yeah of course. Not in the movie, like in real life. Of course. Like, were you a Dolphins fan then? Yeah, number 13. Okay, of course. Right, just checking. But yeah, Ace Ventura. I would consider it a, a sport film. It entered my mind briefly and then briefly exited. Right. Not because I dislike the movie, because, sorry, not a sports movie. It, it fit my rubric. It fit your rubric. That's right. I, I, I love that you're saying rubric, like it gives it more credibility it does <laughs> it does i sound fucking smart when i say rubric my rubric i question your rubric sir uh sorry do tell, you know tell me why tell it, me why it involves an athlete it involves sports is is the main theme the recovery of an nfl mascot yes but like there's the climax has nothing to do with sports. The kicker this is huge. It's super important. But it's it's no, not in the sense like there's no no aspect of the competition that actually like even Bobby Fisher, I'd I'd go with more than this because it's it leads up to a tournament. It has that structure. Jerry Maguire's a little loose, but close to the climax is the Monday night football. You could almost call it a secondary climax right. involving sports. Sure. But uh this one's a little, little loose, little loose. It appeared on another list, and that's why I included. I, it. I could see it appearing on a list by some ridiculous rubric. You could <laughs> include this on a sports movie list. <laughs> I told you my list was going to be controversial. Yeah, I think it makes it's good podcast material. Okay, I mean, people are going to love it. All right. I've, I don't, it really, it doesn't bother me that much. No, I know it doesn't bother you. But that's, uh, you got your number nine, too. Oh, 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 right. Uh, hold on. Uh, oh, 
Oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay. So, uh, my number nine, uh, is another appearance from Kevin Costner. And, uh, it's for Love of the Game, which I rewatched, finished rewatching today. Cause you said, kind of alluded it was going to be high on your list. Yeah. I've seen it once before. Didn't love it. Love Sam Raimi, obviously. Love Sam Raimi. I, I, again, it's probably a three star movie for me. I like it. I, the concept is amazing. Like, the per in the middle of a perfect game, re- flashing to these big moments in your life. Like the structure and idea is fantastic. I just don't feel anything when I'm uh, watching it. Like uh, I think Kelly Preston is great. Oh yeah, in this movie, um, one of the first times I think I'd ever seen John C. Riley. Um, the story behind uh, Kevin Costner's training for this and him taking steroids. Uh, is insane. I didn't know about any of that. I, I like him in it. I, I I like the movie. I just it's a little long. The how long is it? Two hours and seventeen minutes. Yeah, it's a little long. The there's a little, lot of meandering with some of the ideas. You kind of know where everything's going with the relationship. Wow, you were bang on with that runtime. Yeah, I just watched it. I was very aware of the runtime. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw the number on the bottom. I know the run times for a lot of these movies. Yeah, fair. But, uh, yeah, I, I like For Love of the Game. Watchable, not great. But I'm, I'm glad that people like it. It's a movie I want to be liked. I just don't like it. It's a good idea. Well, another movie people don't like, but I like, with Kevin Costner, is Tin Cup. Amazing. Great choice. I rewatched it recently. I think about it a lot. I love the climax of Tin Cup. The fact that, you know, it's basically shitting on your big opportunity because you're stubborn. It's about the fact that people don't change and it's captured perfectly in a climax that's like subversive to sports movie moments, embracing who you are rather than winning. I mean, it's fun. It's funny. It's a great romantic comedy. I think Tin Cup might be the most underrated sports movie of all time. Like, I think people will laugh at it and think right. it's a piece of shit. It's incredible. It's a great movie. I love Tin Cup. Um, my number eight. Uh, you know, I talked a lot about 1994, but uh, 1999 has now made, I think this is the third appearance already, uh, Any I mean, Given Sunday. Wow, that high. Yeah. Any given Sunday, Al Pacino. I mean, 94 and 99 are considered to be two of the best movie years of all time. There you go. Makes sense. Any uh, Al Pacino's performance in this film is unbelievable. It's pretty good. He is so great as a football coach. I forgot how good LT is as well. LT is awesome in this. Oh, he's great. Like um, Jamie Foxx is is great in this. Um, The My Name is Willie song. Hilarious. So good. LL Cool J. Dennis Quaid is is great in this He's movie. Good in it too. Cameron Diaz is really good. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a it's 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 amazing. We did fail to the eye gouging thing was a little oh, right. ridiculous. Yes. Yes. It's another. I mean, he Oliver Stone is clearly exaggerating everything. Of course, it's not that out of the the question in this movie, but a little a little cuckoo. Um, my number seven, a movie I love. Uh, he got game directed nice. by Spike Lee. My favorite Spike Lee movie. I've, I've, I remember seeing it again. People didn't like it when it came out, and I watched. It. I'm like, this movie is amazing. 
the the climax the basketball game the one-on-one game is so good it gets into like real family shit uh denzel is so good it might be my favorite denzel performance too denzel is so good in this like it's it's really a like he's kind of playing a different like denzel often plays a similar type of character like this guy is kind of mean like not like the lovable denzel that you always see it's a great performance it's it's a i love i guess the down the I understand the criticism. The weakest part of the movie is probably the Mila Jovovich side story stuff. It's, sure. it's not great, but the other stuff more than makes up for it for me. Yeah, no, uh, I a hundred percent agree. I love he got game. Um, my number seven, I think you'll really appreciate it's tin cup. Wow. Higher than I can't believe it. Yeah. Tin cup is an incredible like sports film, like Cheech Marin, uh, uh, Don Johnson's great. Don Johnson's in it. Uh, who is great. It just the, again, like that, the climax to this is also. I think it's my favorite climax. S- similar and to Friday Night Lights is very unexpected. It's better though. I would say. Like, yeah. Like the fact that it goes on and on, you can feel the tension as he's hitting each shot. Like it, I, I Ford felt- V Ferrari was like that the ending like right. feeling something tin cups like that too that kind of uncomfortableness but it, it reminded me of that scene in um uh what's the the uh the, the vince vaughn swingers swingers yeah yes. the answering machine yes it's like that yeah hard to watch but the best thing about this movie that that scene is it even transcends that because it co it goes from discomfort to triumph like within a moment where he is basically not one it you switch you make the turn with everyone else like it's that is about as good or as well written a sequence as you can get except the ball goes in the hole right I'm yes down. i i wish it didn't go in the hole if i could change one thing like he had to putt out no yeah no i i agree it's uh um yeah i, I love i love it a lot it's great mm-hmm uh, number six. Yep, is the fighter. <sighs> yeah, that one. I I had a tough time not putting that on my I, list. I remember watching it and liking it. I'm like, I don't think it's that great. Literally five days later, I'm like, the more I thought about it, I love the movie. Christian Bale is so good. Uh, the family dynamics, the comedy, like David O. Russell is so good at capturing like family comedy and relationships. And uh, yeah, I love the fighter. Like it's another movie where the boxing, I don't really care about that much. It's definitely framed as a sports movie, but the uh, that incorporating the idea about them filming the documentary. I mean, Christian Bale is just so good in this movie. Ah, he's tremendous. Yeah. yeah. Love the fighter. Um, my number six, um, not controversial in the same way that some of my other picks were, but it, it's probably going to be a very surprising Add on my list from from the director of Ant Man. My number six is Bring It On. Bring It On. I fucking love Bring It On. I think I saw it in theaters. I, I don't remember loving it. It's a very enjoyable film. You got Eliza Dushku. You got Gabriel Union. You got Kristen Dunst. You got Spirit Fingers. I don't know. It just uh, it's the 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 movie just appeals to me. I enjoy everything about it. It's super fun to watch. Hmm. I, you did not tell me about this one. I would have revisited it. Too. No, no. I told you I wanted some surprises. 
I'm surprised. I wish you, I could have been prepared for this. How did it not appear on any of your, your searches? Ask those lists. Yeah. Because I might have appeared on one. Are you saying cheerleading is not a sport? No, I'm okay. More so than a lot of the other movies <laughs> on your list by the definition of sports. I think it is. So there's two questionable ones, I would say. On Fair my enough. List. I don't mind. I don't think best in show is questionable. Possibly. No. <laughs> my number five is The Wrestler. Amazing. Which I love. Cinematography, performance. Uh, it was at a time when I was kind of almost done with movies. Everything, I, it's kind of like where I'm at now. Nothing is good. Everything is okay. And then this movie came out of nowhere. I was like, this is what, I, well, this is why I go to the movies. And uh, like the drama, top, top notch. Everyone knows my criticism with this movie. When he comes out to Sweet Child of Mine, yeah. it needs to be mental health. Okay. It has to be. That's his theme song. Right. It does not make sense. I know Mickey Rourke wanted it. I have to say it every time I talk about this movie. That is a mistake. A mistake. I would agree with you. Uh, but I love it. Biased, because I kind of had an mo- idea for a movie like this in high school. Okay. about like a re- Mine was more about the, the heel wrestler that nobody actually knows or likes, and they have to go out and lose every every match and get beat up by like the, the heroes, like a, a Barry Horowitz type or something a like Steve that. Steve Lombardi. Yeah. A rusty that, Brooks. That was my idea. This movie obviously does it a million times better than what my idea was. Right. But I love the wrestler. The wrestler is tremendous. Um, my number five is he got game. I know you love it. It's my second favorite Spike Lee film. And Malcolm uh, X is your favorite, right? Or it's my third favorite oh. Spike Lee film. Oh, okay. <laughs> Malcolm X uh, is I don't know. Do I, eh, Malcolm X do the right thing? It's it's okay. tough, but uh, but yeah, like he got game is, is is so much fun to watch, and uh, you know like Denzel, like you said, is incredible. But Ray Allen, yeah, he's I don't think he's that good. No, but he's 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 better than I think a lot of people expected. I like him in the movie yeah. a lot. I think he's he's really good. There are a couple of the line deliveries that are not exceptional, but uh, he's perfect for the movie. And I love like all the cuts, like the montages of like actual basketball. I didn't talk yeah. about this basketball players, coaches, uh, incorporating real basketball people into the movie is so well done. Uh, my number four is Moneyball. Uh, great script, great drama. Uh, one of the best scripts ever. I agree. And I, it, Amazingly rewatchable. One of my great shames was putting Hugo above this on my top 10 for 2011. It's since been rectified. I love Hugo. Don't get me wrong. I also enjoy Hugo very much. I love Hugo, but Moneyball is a better movie. Yeah. I seem to remember you uh, debating that on that episode of the podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I was on that one. I've, I feel like I was making a statement, and I, it was a statement I wish I didn't make. Yeah. I understand. Um, back to, uh, 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 bring it on. Um, <laughs> cause you just reminded me of something. Um, when, uh, when I was going through this, uh, I hadn't really thought about it at all. Um, and I, one of my employees happened to walk in and while I was, uh, on my, on my lunch break and 
she saw me Googling sports movies and she asked me what I was doing. I said, I was just getting ready for this podcast. And I said, you know, what are your favorite sports movies? And she said, bring it on. And I was like, holy fuck, I can't believe I forgot about bring it on. And I had this crazy deja vu from when we were doing that episode of Film Junk where we were counting down our, our I think it was the top 10 of the, of the decade of the 2000s. Okay. Or it was top 20, I think we did. And, uh, and I mentioned, um, oh, fuck. Now, now the name of the movie is totally, uh, Rocky uh, Balboa. No, I'm, I, I mentioned, <laughs> uh, I, I brought up during my list, I said hustle and flow. And Jay lost his shit because he's like, I can't believe I forgot hustle and flow. And I had that crazy same reaction yeah. as Jay did that he had also he had forgotten that. Um, anyway, so my number four is, is it's my favorite baseball movie. Um, I think the script in this is incredible. It's uh, directed by Penny Marshall, A League of Their Own. It would have been the next movie I watched or rewatched. I remember seeing it at the drive-in, seeing it multiple times on home video. I always liked A League of Their Own. Do need to revisit it, but I, I don't know. I did, my gut was it's not on my list. Fair enough. I, 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 I think it's... It's really one of Gina Davis's only great performances. She's great. I, I used to love her. Um, Tom Hanks is great in it. Um, you know, like like the you know, I, I, Madonna, Laurie Petty, or that's all good where in it. the I don't remember Laurie Petty being very good. I actually remember her performance being bad. Okay, and yeah, I, there was a few performances I thought Rosie O'Donnell. I didn't think she was great either, but I don't like. To me, it wasn't a performance thing. It was kind of like a direction. It got really cartoony with some of the characters. But uh, John Lovitz, I, yeah, I don't. It, it's 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 cartoony, yeah. But it's kind of walking a line between like a real story and cartoon. I don't know why it just. I just it's uh it's like I said it's it's just an an enjoyable watch for me. No mention of Tom Hanks. I just said Tom Hanks earlier. You did after the Gina Davis well, I thing. Clearly, wasn't listening. No, I know. <laughs> I must have missed that. I just remember the long P. Yeah, and there's no crying in baseball. Yep. Uh, my number, th- this is where we enter the 1989 portion of okay. the list. Yep. Uh, clearly my peak of loving a sport as a youth was baseball in the late eighties, early nineties. Sure. These two movies were a big part of that. Number three, major league. Nice. Which I've seen more. Th- I, I can definitively say it's the movie I've seen the most in my life. All right. I think. I'm trying to think if there's anything that comes close. Like maybe an animated movie I would watch ad nauseum as a, as a young kid, but I think it's Major League. And uh, I, I, I can't even separate quality from nostalgia with this movie. Okay. I love it. I love the uh, the characters in it, I think are exceptional. The I, I think everyone in the movie is extremely well cast. Like I love every character in the movie. The manager, uh, another sports <laughs> spitting all over. Uh, is it Chelsea Ross? Is that his name? Harris, who's also in Hoosiers and was in Rudy. Let me make sure I get his name right. Chelsea Ross, yeah. Like he's like a bottom tier character in this movie and he's fantastic. So, uh, Love Major League. I like the score too. Yeah. No, uh, Major League was one of the the final cuts I think I had to make. 
in order me for it to fit Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my number three, uh, I don't, I don't think it's a big surprise. Is the wrestler? Yeah, I could have seen a world where it was higher. Um, Randy the Ram, what an amazing character! Uh, the appearance of the Necro Butcher in this movie was a huge surprise. <laughs> so, is Field of Dreams not on your list? Field of Dreams is not on my list. Now that is cuckoo bananas. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, the wrestler makes perfect sense. I know you love it. I love it. I love it too. Yeah. My number two is Field of Dreams. Nice. And I did consider putting it number one. Right. Fair enough. I couldn't. But uh, in terms of emotion, it really, I don't, there's very few movies, especially as a young person. Like now I watch movies and I get emotional much, much easier. This movie made me emotional when I was nine. Which is not easy to do. Like you felt it. I still feel it to this day. Um, the, the pacing is so good. I talked about this, uh, on film junk as well. You think of the idea of him building the baseball diamond. That's over in like 30 minutes in the movie. Yeah. It's just going on from there. It's like, it's a perfect length. It, it's not overindulgent. Great pacing, extremely watchable, great performances. I love the incorporation of fantasy. Kind of similar. Like I, I rewatched The Natural, which I, I I don't love. I like, but I, I that has kind of mythological fantasy elements in it as well. And I just think Field of Dreams does it so much better. And that last shot, oh, to be an extra in one of those cars when the camera pulls out. Ah, yes. What a feeling that would have been. The uh, Field of Dreams uh, almost again made my list, but I had to make room for Bunk Up Bad Cop. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What did you, th- did you see or watch the YouTube clips of the field of dream games, the field no. of dream game this year? I heard it was really good, but I didn't see any of it. Yeah. Like the, uh, the whole opening thing with, uh, you know, Kevin Costner coming out and kind of giving his speech and then the players entering the field through the, the corn was, was pretty incredible. You yeah, should, uh, you should good. watch it on oh, YouTube. Oh, the James Earl Jones baseball speech. Oh yeah. Which I intercut with the opening of. Uh, for those about to rock, when I coached baseball, that was the pump-up song, and it is perfect. Wow. One of my greatest creative achievements in my life. Uh, legit. I've never been more... Ha- like. Very few things have worked out exactly how I thought they would in my head creatively. Another would be my Frankenberry papier-mâché Halloween mask. It just came together. Got it. But uh, I love Field of Dreams. It's a great movie. Um, my number two, uh, probably not a, well, it might be a big surprise that it's not number one, but my number two is Rudy. I like Rudy a lot. Rudy is, is such a fun. Now, movie. are you a Notre Dame fan? Is that any bearing no. for you? No. Okay. I'm no. just curious. You're Syracuse, right? Well, I, Syracuse is the basketball team. I don't really have a favorite college football team, but I suppose it would be Syracuse. Yes. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I love Rudy. Uh, 93, uh, also a great year for a film. Um, but, uh, I mean, you know, Rudy snubbed at the Oscars that year. Was it? No. Uh, but, yeah, just, uh, uh, again, it's, it's probably the movie that I have to watch if, uh, if I see it somewhere. Uh, and, uh, the score is really good because the score is great. It's not there that much during the movie, and then it, like during that final scene, it's like 
building the whole time. It is so good. But yeah, like a, a sports movie where like the 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 sports moment is just it's Attack. it's a nothing moment, yeah. you know, in in the whole idea of 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 the game itself, you know. Um, you know, whereas like like a movie like Sea Biscuit, you know, it's like that the fucking race is, you know, yeah. but this is just it's, it's a it's a tackle, uh, it's a kick return, you know, like there's not much uh, to yeah. uh, to his big moment, uh, but uh, how to turn something that's pretty inconsequential to to a film that is, you know, I would say beloved by a lot of people and pretty successful movie. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my number it's two. It's a good movie. Was happy to include it on my list. Apparently made $22.8 million at the box office in 93. Hmm. So, our number one movies are not on either of our respective lists. Uh, so, I'm assuming that you know what my number one is. I do. Okay. I'm pretty sure I do. All right. Uh, my number one is Kingpin. Is Kingpin, yeah. I, I knew that was going to be your number one. And, well, I think I said it was going to be <laughs> yeah, number yeah, one. Yeah. Because... I mean, there's a kingpin bowling pin right here looking you in the face. Yep. You're not looking at it. Say hello. I, I know that's there. Look at it, sir. <laughs> I see it. It's right Acknowledge there. Acknowledge it. You have a bowling pin with the kingpin logo on it. <laughs> and uh, I think it's my favorite comedic performance of all time. Bill Murray in kingpin, as good as it gets. Inspired, I believe, by Peter Weber. I know that quotes after Kingpin came out. I think he might have channeled, or he might have been a bowler at that time that he was aware of. But Bill Murray in this movie, which is made mostly improvised, is as funny a performance as I've ever seen. And I think it's underrated in many aspects of filmmaking. Number one, the cinematography. It looks good. It is a good-looking movie. Uh, the costumes, underrated. Bill Murray's costumes, the production design with the bowling ball. Uh, I love the soundtrack. The, the original music written by Freddie Johnston, including Bad Reputation. I absolutely love Kingpin. And I prefer the theatrical cut to the to the... Un, I guess I don't know if it was technically unrated, but the additional scenes, I, I like the original cut. I love the opening credits. Oh my god, I forgot the animated opening credits. No, I don't think I remember those. It's just like bowling, like animated bowling pins, and the oh, name, okay. the names come down on the reset. Okay, very good. I think I've only seen it once. Again, very formative. Like when sure. it was, yeah. Getting into comedy, movies all at the same time. Gene Siskel had this on his top 10 list that year. Also a factor in how it like really sat with it. I love Kingpin. Um, my number one, uh, not a surprise to you. you know, the year was 1986. Uh, Ironically, doesn't feel it feels older than yeah. 19. I just watched it. The Montreal Canadiens had just won the Stanley Cup. Um, I had gone to Vancouver for the expo in 1986 with my family, um, where I also saw Bob Gainey in a McDonald's. <laughs> and it blew my fucking mind that I saw him in there. Uh, but my number one is Hoosiers. 
It's also the number two movie on my uh, best films of all time film junk list. Um, I think the the basketball scenes are incredible. The music from Jerry Goldsmith is amazing. And it is the Gene Hackman performance. Some people will say the French Connection. Some people will say the conversation. No. <laughs> it is Hoosiers. He's good. I like Hoosiers. Uh I don't love it. It's tough for me to articulate why. Like, that's all right. I kind of feel like the bas. I, I'm not that crazy about the basketball in it. The the Dennis Hopper stuff is kind of hokey. Sure. Even though, even though I like him in it, for whatever reason, it just doesn't hit home with me. But I do like it. That's all right. I've only seen Kingpin once. It's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, this was a, a a tough list to put together. Um, you know, I I do love controversy, so I'm 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 happy with my choices. Um, again, they fit my rubric. Even if I'm not happy with my choices, I basically am saying I'm not happy with myself. There's no other way to do it. It's me. It's me. Sports movie me in a list. Yeah. I'm sorry if you don't like it. I I agree. Um, yeah, like. Uh, uh, feel the dreams just uh, just missed my list as did uh, uh, what was the other one we said that I said of yours of one of your top ones uh, I don't know Major League Major League yeah um, um, so my top three were not yeah on your uh, list you know Bull Durham just barely uh, missed my list uh, those were all honorable mentions for me uh, some of the other ones that I cut towards the end uh, uh, I love Invincible that Vince Papali Disney story. I mean, all the Disney kind of saccharine sports movies. I rewatched Remember the Titans. The Rookie is one. Million uh, Dollar Arm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Miracle. Miracle. Which I, I don't like Miracle. I, I did not love Miracle either. Uh, I, 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 I remember that I didn't love Remember the Titans. I rewatched it. I liked it more. I really like Denzel Washington is great in it. He makes yeah. the movie. What it, other than that, I wasn't that crazy about it. But I kind of... There was a few other Disney ones that I'm like, should I? There, I saw them on a lot of lists, and I was like, I don't know I, yeah. that vibe. I kind of like, I lean R-rated. I like kind of, I'm not into the saccharine stuff as much with uh, I th- with the. I think uh, I, you know, I, I just I think Mark Wahlberg uh, was was really good in it. Uh, I think uh, his his physical appearance as a potential football player was was believable in this movie, um, but. Uh, yeah, you know, again, it's it is one of those Disney and, and saccharine is a good uh, is a mystery good Alaska I rewatched, which oh, is wow. not saccharine. It's rated R. Oh, I did not remember that. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Cobb was also one that I uh, never seen Cobb. Uh, I have a friend who used to love it. A though. great, incredible Tommy Lee Jones performance. I think this movie was also 1994. Yeah, it's Ron Shelton as well. Yeah. Yeah, another another Ron Shelton one. Um, um, I love Bend It Like Beckham. I, think I it's watched a fun that movie. for the first time. I think that's a. I liked it. It's a good movie. Um, uh, big fan. I almost put on my list. I, I I remember people raving about Big Fan. I never liked. No, Big Fan. Um, I have uh, some guilty pleasures. Um, and the other okay. one that uh, the last one that I uh, I really wanted to put on was uh, Without Limits. Yeah, I haven't seen that or Prefontaine. It's without limits is the better one, I think, because they came out uh, pretty close to each other. Um, but uh, not uh, not Jim Cavazil, but what's his name? Uh, 
the uh, the lead in uh, Without Limits. Christ. Jared Leto? No, no, he's in Prefontaine. He's pro- Prefontaine. Okay. Um, oh, Billy Crudup. Billy Crudup. Yeah, I, I think is is ex- excellent. And uh, yeah, Without Limits is a, it's a it's it's one of those movies that uh, uh, like really sucks you in, and the the drama behind it is is really good too. I've never seen Victory. I don't think I've seen that. Um, or maybe I did see Victory once. It did not stay with me though. And some guilty pleasures, which I I like, but I could not include in the list. The Benchwarmers. Okay. <laughs> I love Benchwarmers. Little Giants. Yeah. Okay. Almost yeah. made the list. Basketball. Basketball is also <laughs> one that I almost put on there. It, it's 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 sitting here. I kind of wish that I did in retrospect. Uh, the Water Boy. Yeah, that is also one of my ones that I thought about putting on there. Sidekicks. I didn't have that. And this is the guiltiest of pleasures, Caddyshack 2. Oh, boy. Nobody likes Caddyshack 2. I like Caddyshack 2. Um, yeah, you know, I like uh, um, I like The Replacements. I think that's a fun movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. Um, uh, speaking of Syracuse, The, the Express was a, was a really good movie as well. Um, I debated putting Strange Brew on there. No, sir. Uh, I thought about putting the cutting edge on there. That I that I have no problems with. Uh, I've never seen it, but uh, Trouble with the Curve is another good baseball movie that is uh, I think is pretty underrated. What about Million Dollar Baby? I thought uh, also that was uh, something that I had thought about, along with Raging Bull and Rocky Balboa, um, the Fighter, like Cinderella Man. I thought about I, South, Southpaw. I thought of the Hurricane. I, I, I did thought of. not like Southpaw at all. I did not like the Warrior at all. They were I like South Park. intentionally excluded from my list. What about the hurricane? I I've, haven't seen it in a long time. Probably since two, 1999 or whenever it came out. What about Speed Racer? Oh fuck! If I could, that would be my top five if that was allowed. Why wouldn't it be? It's a it's a race. It's an auto race. I don't know. It just feels wrong to me. Right. I'm but I'm actually surprised it has Speed Racer on there. I didn't think of it, but the fact that I didn't think of it kind of disqualifies it for me but one that is on a lot of lists especially lists for people our age that i rewatched was the sandlot okay which i still i like it i still don't understand yeah the, I, the I, don't, reverence I don't for it. i don't have it uh this reverence um one one that i was convinced to rewatch because of you is is uh bad news bears i rewatched that as well yeah the, I like the, the bad, original yeah, or the, the original. Remake. Yeah, I kind of wanted to re- do the remake. I remember right. liking the remake. Well, and no one else. I, I watched the remake because you love it so much. I don't love it. I just <laughs> I everyone hate it. it, and I like. I kind of like the remake. But yeah, like I had thought about searching for Bobby Fisher. I thought about over the top. If I could include searching for Bobby Fisher, it would be in my top ten. Um, you can. I would include over the top. I have no issues with that. Yeah, no, I, I thought about that. Uh, the hustler, I like. I like the hustler more than I like the color of money. Um, but uh, they're both good. That um, uh, I I did enjoy Whip It. Yeah, I like Whip It. Um, I didn't love it. What about Man on the Moon? No, you wouldn't consider that. No, sir. Okay, so I, I'm glad I didn't put that on. <laughs> Man, Jim Carrey would have been so overrepresented on your list yeah. of sports movies. But, but yeah, like there's a, there's a lot of great movies and there's a ton that I haven't seen. You know? I wish I could have watched more. I dedicated three or four days, pretty much, to other than holiday festivities, just watching sports movies. And 
to be honest, I'm not sick of it yet. I'm halfway through Celtic Pride. Uh, uh, oh God! Uh, <laughs> there are so many baseball movies, though. Yeah, you know, like we'd mentioned a bunch. So I meant like there's the the Babe and Eight Men Out. There's you know, the Rookie we mentioned, The Natural. Uh, Forty Two is, is also not bad. You yeah, know? I've never seen Forty Two, but every everything I had seen about it is like again kind of saccharine, uh, melodramatic, and I, I just had to. Uh, I, that would have been after A League of Their Own, the next one I watched on my list. Um, you know, I don't love Youngblood. I've never seen it. That was one, um, you know. What about uh, Sudden Death? Would you count that? I mean, it happens at a Penguins game. <laughs> by your by your rubric, it's... He, he does suit up. <laughs> <laughs> How could you not include it? It's it's not... What a, about The it, Last Boy Scout? It, you know, I thought about it, yeah. If it was allowed, I would have included it. Why wouldn't it be allowed? He's a football player. I don't know. Oh my god, you are your Rubik sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was loosey goosey. Yeah, felt great. I really you should you, have expanded my rubric. You denied yourself some pleasures here, putting things on your list. I'll tell you one movie that definitely won't make it ever: Leatherheads. I'm just looking at some other sports movies. I here. saw that in the theater. I it's didn't not great. finish all the right moves. I will finish it. Do you like all the right moves? It's okay. Do you like Varsity Blues? I did when yeah. it came out. I don't think it would hold up. Though. No. I haven't seen it in a while, but. Oh, man. How did I not rewatch Two for the Money? John Anthony! Two for the Money? What is that the sports one? gambling movie with uh, McConaughey and... Al Pacino. Oh, oh shit! I had forgotten about that. <laughs> That's pretty bad. And uh, oh, I watched "Bang the Drum Slowly." Okay. Wow. I knew pretty much within 15 minutes it wouldn't be on my list, but right. I did finish it. I'm, you didn't watch "Pride of the Yankees." <laughs> no, I don't even know about that. Oh, movie. Okay. Necessary That's, roughness like, not on the list. It's a good movie. Not really. Come on, Scott Bakula. I gave, like, no movie has ever gotten more of a free pass based on the poster. It was just taking the Major League poster and turning it into football. I'm like, I'm going to love Necessary Roughness. And putting Kathy Ireland on it. Yeah, and despite my best efforts to just force feed that movie when it came out, did not happen. Did you say you've never seen The Replacements? I I might have seen it. I don't. didn't, Didn't stick with me, that's for sure. Interesting. What about Summer Catch? Eh. I've never seen it. Fever Pitch? <laughs> I thought about both Fever Pitches. Oh, wow. I like them both. I wish I could have rewatched those as well. I'm surprised. Uh, what about the game plan or the Tooth Fairy? Where's your rock representation? Or um, he redid the, the football one, the Gridiron Gang, too. Hey, thought he was your guy. I didn't put... Uh, Apparently, he just makes terrible movies over and over again, but might. he's the biggest star in the world. Yeah. How is that possible? I don't know. He hasn't made a good movie. Or let's say he hasn't made a great movie. I don't know. Fast Five is pretty great. It's as good as it gets for him. Maybe Pain and Gain. That's it. How is this guy the most famous person in the world? It's mind-boggling. <laughs> I, I don't know. He's just beloved. I've used I, that word a few times. Fighting with my family didn't make your list. I was expecting it was close. I you know I think or the, fighting for is it fighting no with? it's fighting with my family um, fighting with my family would have made the list based on the theater going experience <laughs> that you and Dax and I had yes um, I will never forget 
that small child like squeezing in behind that last row and standing behind Dax and going la, 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 during oh. the movie. I guess I need like I need to watch the replacements. I think. Yeah, I think you do. It's Keanu. He's great in it. Hackman. I maybe I have seen it. I, I might have seen it. I don't. Don't, don't call him Hackman. I love the Hackman. It's Hackman. He's great. All right. I think that's all I have to say. No other. I mean, I really enjoyed doing it. I thought when I started watching, like, how am I going to watch this many sports movies? But I loved watching all of these sports movies. And, you know, they, and although some of them are overly long, they, uh, they, they kind of fly by, you know, cause you get kind of wrapped up in their stories. Um, when we, when we do the documentary one, that's, that's going to be a lot of rewatches. That's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, cause I'd have to rewatch a lot of them. I've only seen most sports documentaries. One, the only King of Kong would be my number one. Could be. Yeah, it would definitely be on my list. Like Spellbound would be on my list. Um, I'm sure Hoop Dreams yeah. would be would be in there. That's a tremendous Undefeated. one. Undefeated. It's fantastic. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of great sports documentaries out there. That uh, So we'll do that list eventually. Uh, before we get there, yeah. which, who knows when that will be. Right. For your rubric. Yes. Are 30 for 30s allowed? I don't know. Do we... What would be, I, th- I think runtime would be a big factor in that. Possibly. Some are long, some are short. Like the 30 for 30 shorts, I would say definitely not. No, short. Like the nine and 10 minute ones. No. Um, a 60 minute 30 for 30. I think it will count as a film. Wow. Ball dropped. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think so? No. All right, then we don't have to fucking count it. It's fine. Well, your rubrics are so loosey-goosey. I I think uh, if a 30 for 30 is a feature length, like if it's 90 minutes or more, I think it would count. Okay. I think it would count as a sports documentary film. I think so. That's what I say. And hey, it'd be my rubric. What do you think you are? I am! That clip itself would be number one in the sports documentaries. It's a good one. It's a great well, one. Well, because there is a 30 for 30 short on him. Yes, there is. <laughs> on good old Pete Weber. He's a, he's a special guy. But uh, I just want to say to everybody, thanks for you know supporting the show and listening to the show. Episode 50 is a, is, is a pretty big deal. Um, happy New Year to everybody. 2022 is coming. It's... Uh, it's minutes away. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a great year. <laughs> uh, the last couple of years have been uh, very interesting. Frank, I'm very glad to be back in your house for the first yeah, time this was since, nice. since early 2020. Yeah. Uh, we're probably both COVID positive I'm glad now. <laughs> you, got, you got to see the Kingpin yeah. pin in person. And uh, your Major League bobblehead there. Oh, I didn't even... Yeah, I forgot about that. You, but you don't... I, you know. I'm I'm just I'm disappointed you didn't think about Nacho Libre. Well, you should be disappointed in yourself. Uh oh, he's getting up. He might be. He's storming out. He might have fallen behind. Are you looking for the uh, bobblehead? It is here. There it goes. Yes, that is the same bobblehead that I have. Nacho Libre, Ignacio, get that corn out of my face. Uh, so to celebrate 
this uh, 50th episode. I think the greatest achievement uh, that this podcast has uh, earned is is a Twitter follow from Canadian music legend Andy Kim. And so, lock me gently as we uh, bid adieu to the year 2021, and uh, we look forward to the next. 50 episodes of the Ball Junk Podcast. Frankie Knuckles, I just want to say, hit my music. Balls. <laughs> <laughs>